Welcome, you are listening to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. My name is Imani, and here we talk about the experiences of young adulthood and the pursuit of a life of richness, fullness, and purpose. And we've all heard the saying, you need to pour into your own cup first. You don't want to pour from, em- from an empty cup. And then we've also all heard um, when you're on a plane, they say if some stuff go, if something go down, make sure that you put on your mask first and make sure you can breathe before you try to help somebody else because you cannot do much for anybody if you can't breathe. <laughs> so let's get into it. All right, so today, we are going through the money pillar and how you can make some adjustments in your life to get to more of a place where you feel like it's more, you're more in overflow instead of in lack and instead of on autopilot. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening and let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. Y'all peep the shirt, peep the shirt of you on YouTube. I love this shirt. I ain't for everybody. Have a good day. Boom. (laughs) But today I wanted to talk about our experiences or sometimes the experiences of young adults and us maybe just getting out of college or in college or maybe we didn't go to college. But sometimes, you know, we have a limited experience because we're younger. You know, we're just getting in the game. And so sometimes people can take advantage of us because we don't have too much experience or we don't even aren't even aware enough to think okay how can I use this job to take myself to another level so don't let your job use you use your get something from it all right you can use your job too and I wanted to give you guys seven tips to kind of warn you or maybe if you're being taken advantage of and then make sure you stay to the end because I have seven ways that you can start to use your job to benefit yourself and not just have the employer benefit off of your labor all right so um, the first sign that I have for knowing whether you're being taken advantage of is being discouraged for taking time if you're sick and that sounds you know pretty absurd but this has happened to me um in my first so my major in college was graphic design and so in my technically my first graphic design job outside of college because I had a couple internish type gigs in college but out of college I was working at this sign shop and I was on my uh, lunch break. And so I went home on my lunch break and I started to have, you know, really bad stomach cramps and, you know, low key had the runs and I was very dehydrated. And I was like, I can't like, I don't think I'll be able to go back to work. So I called and asked if it would be OK, like if I sat the rest of the day out because I do not feel well. And this lady told me. Well, can't you just come in? Can't you just deal with it and come in? And I was like, is this is this for real? And I re- didn't really have too much context for what the workforce was like outside of um, like my college gigs, especially especially in the graphic design where I didn't know what the con. I didn't I didn't know. So I was like, wow, is this is this what people do what they 
what people how people act and my mom was like no boo that's not right if it was her son or her kids she would not be getting them to try to come back into work when knowing they didn't feel well so yeah don't don't be like me <laughs> learn from my mistake number two is doing a job for two or more people not being compensated or even being recognized for it and i've seen this for my second graphic design job out of college and so it was it was um another sign shop actually and so there was this guy it was this guy he was a, the main head graphic designer and then i was under him and so he was doing work for this business so the owner owned like what four or five different businesses and so he was doing the graphics work for this business the business that this same guy owned on in another town or a couple towns over and then he had a business for um i'll say it was like i don't want to say handcrafted but it was personalized art pieces he was doing the, the work for that and then he was doing the graphic work for uh, the other business that was right next door. So my man was doing, and before I even got there, he was doing all of this stuff. And so once I came in, I was able to sort of take some of the load off of him. And I was like, wow, man, you're doing all this work for this many companies. They must be paying you. And he was like, nah, they're not paying me. And I said, what? They're not paying you any extra? And he was like, no, they're not. And I was like, okay, they're not paying you any extra. Why are you still here? <laughs> like... Especially since it's not like he was in my position where he didn't have too much experience. He had probably like five years of graphic design experience. And he didn't even major in it. But I'm pretty sure with all the experience and all the projects that he's been a part of that succeeded, he could have easily gotten another high paying job. But that's another thing. So that's another way you might be taken advantage of. And, you know, know your worth. <laughs> Number three is if you're spending a lot of time doing tasks that are not a part of your job description. And especially if it's taking away more time to do these things than it does to do your actual job, that's a problem. So you kind of have to um, learn how to set boundaries. And even if it's your boss or somebody that's over your management, or it could be somebody at the same level as you, you sometimes you have to be like, you know what, as much as I would love to help, I really need to get my work done and this is going to hinder me from doing my job tasks. I might be able to get to some of this stuff once I'm finished, but as for right now, I need to get my stuff done first. You know, unless you're unless your boss says, "You know what? I'm sorry. I know you're doing this, but this is this is priority right now, this one thing." But if it's not that, if if it's always people pushing stuff your way that don't got nothing to do with you, you know, put some boundaries up. Cuz that's happened um to me before but that's especially that's happened definitely to my uh sister she's had all kind of stuff thrown at her that was not a part of her job description so be aware of that all right four is um when you're if you're expected to do more work than somebody at the same level the same job title and the same pay rate and you're expected to do more and your quality is expected to be higher versus um, the same person. They're not, they don't have the same expectations put on them and they just kind of are chilling and their boss is cool with them kind of chilling and being a little more laid back. That's a problem. That's, that's a problem. 
you're being you might be uh being taken advantage of and that's that's not okay all right five not being allowed or discouraged to take on taking break time and so this has happened to me um, I worked at this fast food rest- well I worked at chick-fil-a two different chick-fil-a's but at the first chick-fil-a that I worked at um, at you know how um, depending on the location of the chick-fil-a well it's chick-fil-a is always busy but like depending on the location that makes it even more likely to be crazy busy and so there's a certain time of year that this particular chick-fil-a that I worked at was like crazy busy there was lines all the way to the back of the store or out the door and so I did a lot of eight hour shifts or I was scheduled for eight hour shifts, but I would be there a little longer sometimes, sometimes nine hours, I think maybe a couple times 10. And I remember one particular summer, I was in the same spot. I would on the same spot for eight hours, eight and a half, nine hours. And I didn't take, they didn't make sure that we took breaks and they didn't even make sure that we at least stayed hydrated. Like that's a problem. You shouldn't be working eight hours anywhere and not have a break and your managers aren't making sure that you at least get something to drink. Or even if it's so crazy busy and we really need to get this knocked out, okay, well, can you take 5, 10, 15 minutes to make sure that this person eats and get something to drink? Like, I just thought that was just bizarre. And then um, on other times where it was busy, but it wasn't as busy as that particular uh, time of year, one of my managers, they would cut the, the breakdown from 30 to 20 minutes or something like that. And then so I would sometimes go out to my car to eat my lunch and just kind of get a break and breathe. And this lady, I remember one time this lady came up to my car looking for me, talking about um, knocking on my window, scaring me now, <laughs> at talking about some... 20 minutes 20 minutes you only supposed to have 20 minutes i'm like lady i have seven minutes left okay okay well i just wanted to make sure like like lady why are you coming outside harassing me on my break let me let me break in peace it has not been 20 minutes i just got out here i just got in my in my bag in my food you know what i mean i was like get lady get out of my face (laughs) let me get a break and so number six is when other people take credit for your work and don't acknowledge your contribution. And I think that is crazy. That's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. If you if you was in your bag on a project or on a deal or whatever and you had a you really contributed to this and, and it, it does well and they're acknowledging people but you're not the one of the ones that gets acknowledged. Somebody else is taking credit for everything. That's a problem. That's a problem. You're being taken advantage of. <laughs> and then the seventh one is um, when the business has the ability to pay you more, you are killing the game. And they're still paying you pennies. That's a problem. Once you know that, okay, I'm really killing the game. I've been at this for a while. I am helping this business make make that money really stand out xyz especially if you go in there and you actually talk to them about it and negotiate your your pay rate or your salary or whatever and they still like well no i know you are producing this this and this and you're you are bringing large profit margins to this company or preventing this company from losing a large amounts of money or whatever you know what but we're still not gonna pay you (laughs) like that's a problem yo so Please just be weary of all seven of these things. I'm sure there's more. 
value yourself. You are very valuable. The, and the reason why people have hired you because they saw value in what you can bring to the table. So please remember that. And then I also have seven things that you can do, what you can get out of your job instead of your job just getting things from you. And so I learned a lot of these things. I mean, I saw a lot of these things, but then once I started to learn more and read more businessy type of books, then I started to notice and be able to put words to certain things that the business owners were doing. And so I'm just telling you guys just to pay attention, okay? So the first thing I want you to pay attention to is to pay attention to the things that are allowing this business to thrive and then also the and then also pay attention to the things that may be holding this business back that they could do better. And if you're like me, my personality, I like to always look for how to improve, how to progress, how to make things better. I don't like stagnation. I don't like settling for what is, especially if there is something better. I like to move and move and progress forward. Um, and so even if even if you never want to, you know, run your own business or anything like that, and you're you're perfectly content with you know, being an employee and working someplace, you can still use this as a way to bring value to somebody else's business and to take another person's business to another level. So please be, um, pay attention to that. Number two is look at how the business owner is running the business and, and also how they even got in the position to even have a business because, for for a um for an employer to be able to even run a business, they've had to, they must they had to have been doing something to be able to pay you. You know what I mean? Because if they weren't doing decent, at least they wouldn't have been able to hire you on. You feel me? So they doing something right. So pay attention to that. That is very, very valuable information. And so I need y'all to pay attention. All right, three. Pay attention to how the leaders or management handles a crisis and or high stress situations. And so um, the cool thing about, I'll say when I worked at Chick-fil-A, the cool thing about the owner there, the first one I worked at, not the second one, he always had like this straight face. His face never changed ever. My man always looked the same. And so, and the managers also, you know how in fast food, people get mad at the person who took their order instead of, instead of checking, okay, maybe I said the wrong thing or you know what, maybe the kitchen made a mistake. They like to blame the cashier. I was a cashier. Uh, and so, you know, they'd be like, well, let me speak to your manager or you call your manager over there to dissolve the situation. And they did a phenomenal job and Chick-fil-A is great at, you know, well, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Uh, yes, sir. No, sir. Okay. Well, I'm, I apologize for that. You know what? We'll get we'll get it handled for you, no charge or whatever. To just de-escalate certain situations and instead of, you know, popping back off at the customer because I've seen that as well or I've seen I've seen employers pop off at the employees and that's not a good look. That's not a good look whether the whether there were any customers there or not. That's just really not a good look and that's not to me it shows a lot about your character. All right, three, pay attention to, I mean, not three, four, uh, four, pay attention to the project management system and al along with the pros and cons of it. And whether it's like a software or whether it's just a system that's 
that they have going on in the business. Okay, once this is done, you pass it over to this person, this person, that person. I've been in situations where there was systems, like a project management system that we went through. And also, it was manual. It was on a piece of paper. You handed you the papers or the box or whatever that the project or the the deal or the job was in. I've been in situations where they were. it was a good system working and a good workflow. And then I've also been in situations where it was horrible and it was... Um, there was supposed to be a system in place, but then people were doing whatever they felt like doing and they turned it into you however they felt like it. And, and for me, wondered why I was confused on certain things. Well, I'm confused because she's writing it up different than how he's writing up and he's writing up different from they're writing it up and everybody's doing it differently. And it's also different from how I was taught it was supposed to be done. So that's extra confusing. So <laughs> pay attention to what's done well and what's not done so well. All right, five is to pay attention to the customer service, how they market, the branding, and the company culture. And I know that's like a loaded, um, <laughs> that's a loaded tip. And you're not gonna be able to like necessarily put words to all these things unless you study business or unless you study branding or marketing and things like that. But if you can just look at it from, take yourself out of the, okay, I work for this company. Take yourself from that and put yourself in the position, okay, if I was a customer or if I was looking for this service or product, how would I view this? If you look at it from that lens, that makes it a lot easier. So if you just start to pay attention to those types of things, you can see where the business is slipping and where it's doing well. Also, read you some business books, listen to some business type content, whether you're trying to run your business or not, it'll really like open up your, your brain, open up your mind. All right. And then six is, um, pay attention to how leadership interacts with their employees. That's very important because it really shows a person's character, paying attention to how a person treats somebody that they think is below them, like in status level or pay level or whatever. People should be treated with respect, dignity. They should be treated with kindness, compassion. And also, sometimes people need a foot in their behind. <laughs> you know what I mean? They need somebody who's going to hold them accountable. So just pay attention to that because that really shows a person's character. And that can help you develop your own character as well. And then the seventh and last thing is to use your job to increase your skills on uh, tasks as well as, like I said before, developing your character. If you allow it to, man, even if you're not making no money or you're barely making money to support yourself or to even eat, you can get so much more out of a job than a paycheck. And I know the a lot of the culture that we're in, it kind of teaches us and grooms us to just go to a job for a paycheck. But man, you can, man, you can go to a job and freaking kill it and grow inside of yourself, your character, your abilities, your skills, how you view the world, all of that. So please don't don't just go to a place for a paycheck only. You got to stay woke. And I mean woke as in what's going on in the business and how is what's going on. Stay woke on that aspect. I don't mean the social issues. This is what I mean by stay woke. <laughs> and so if any of you guys have like any extra tips, these are just seven that I could that I came up with or that I tips I found online and also things that I've experienced. So let me know if you have any extra tips or anything that you've seen or learned or if you have any questions or want me to elaborate on any of those things, feel free to let me know. Comment down below if you're on YouTube or if you're 
just listen to the audio version of the podcast, feel free to email at qualitycuplife at gmail.com and I will be sure to answer some of your questions on the podcast. And so that is it for today. Feel free to like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Or, or if you're just listening to the audio version, of course, feel free to share it with a friend if you think this will be helpful to them. And I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I'll see you next week. Bye.